What's up, peeps? You listen to my daddy, the people's preacher. Bye! Are you serious? <laughs> hey, what's good, family? It's your boy, the people's preacher, and you're tuned in to another amazing episode of the Ab Podcast. Um, good things have been happening. Support's been coming in. I love people have been sharing the podcast, asking about the podcast. I'm on iTunes now, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, a bunch of other platforms you can check on the um, the link in my bio, in my Instagram, and in my Facebook. But uh, tonight is an amazing night. We're going to have a good time in the Lord with my brother. Um, he's coming in uh, on the phone in a couple of minutes. But before we get in, we always want to share a little word. Amen. Not a little word, but a scripture. Amen. And it's found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5. And the Bible reads this way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. And one of the things I love about the Lord is when we acknowledge Him in our decision-making, in our daily routine, we can find ourselves making better decisions we can find ourselves uh, making better decisions in our emotions and um, the things we say, the things we do, how we respond, you know. And so we want to acknowledge God in everything we do because our trust is in the Lord. And when you trust the Lord, you allow Him to be part of your path. And we acknowledge Him. Acknowledging Lord, if, if, to me, acknowledging God means this, that He is evident in your daily routine and your decision making like I said earlier and your emotions and um, for me sometimes I do lean on my own understanding I do things my way and, and I say things I ain't supposed to and I make decisions because I'm not consulting God I'm not leaning on his word I'm not leaning on his precepts and and so that begins to hinder me amen so I, I just challenge you Proverbs 3 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord, lean not on your own understanding, acknowledge Him, and He'll make straight your paths. That's like a real bad version of paraphrasing. I apologize. But amen. So we're going to get into this next uh, God Convo, and I hope you guys enjoy it, because we're going to have a, a Holy Ghost time. God bless you. All right, here we go. We're calling my brother Risen King. It's about to go down. Another amazing episode of the Av Podcast. Here we go. Wow. Any minute now, a baby's coming. Are you expecting a boy or a girl? You know what's crazy is the last two, my first two children are girls, right? And Ooh, we come on. Really I pray for it. you. <laughs> yes, Jesus, help me. Help us, um, Lord. <laughs> I have, um, we, we went to go get a couple ultrasounds, but we couldn't really get very clear pictures, but it, it seems and appears that it's probably going to be a girl. Hey, now. Unless the baby's a grower, not a shower, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> Come on, preach! <laughs> you know, I, I was just praying for a healthy baby, man. That's all I could really ask for. You know what I mean? It's like God says, "I got a little sense of humor, brother," and uh, I'm going to give you all women. Good God! <laughs> you know, that's what I get though. Because growing up, I thought, you know, I wanted to be a ladies' man and stuff, and now I got more women than I can handle. I got. My mother-in-law lives with me. My Good God. Wife. I got a female cat at home. I'm like, come on, Jesus. You're like, my my, <laughs> my goldfish is a woman. Uh, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, my, the elote man is an elote woman. I mean, yeah, she's... the mailman's a female. It's crazy, bro. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> my God. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, though. So I'm just trusting him. I'm letting him take the wheel. Amen, amen. Amen. So uh, we're here right here on the F Podcast with my brother Risen King. Um, go ahead and um, give us a little bit of uh, insight, just real quick insight of who Risen King is, because I know it's you're more, you're not just Risen King, you're you're uh, you're father, you're 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 more than that. So go ahead and give us a little snippet. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, when I was in the world, I had a record deal, and you know, I was I was thriving, I was being promoted in the world, and and just falling in love with my flesh and my ego. And I was the further I, I, the closer I got to success, the further I was getting away from God and mm. my calling. And um, everyone in the neighborhood, you know, and also in the industry would call me Arson. It would be R S I N. And as I rededicated my life to God, I thought, man, I can't go by Arson. I got sin in my name. Like, I, it's like, I can't do that, you know? So mm. um, I did a couple of uh, youth events at my old, um, pastor's uh, event called stages and they announced my name as they, they, i spelled um arson but they kept pronouncing risen risen and i was like yo i like that you know what I mean? look how god <laughs> yeah. do <laughs> yeah god did it all bro because like being arson had me burned out in the world and no I pun intended risen. right and i and i have risen from the ashes man god has risen me up Ooh, come on king, you know so Jesus is the risen king. I'm Amen. just risen, but I, I just use that as on my um, on my social media to kind of have a double entendre. Like it's my name risen, but then the risen king is Jesus. You, oh, know? you so don't took kinda... my you just took my first question, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's... Oh, my bad. It's the anointing, bro. It's just kind of like flowing right now. Hey, no, you know what's crazy is like I have these <laughs> questions, dude, and I'm like, oh, these are the seven questions, and then like. Ten minutes into my interview, they answer like seven of them, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna talk about?" <laughs> like, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Make, come on, give me, give me, give me something. But okay, so we talked about the name. Your real name is uh, Robert Andrew D. Anda. Cool. But, uh, my wife calls me Andrew. Call okay. me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for supper. You come on. And when your and when your wife calls you by your first two names, you in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left the toilet seat up or something, you know what I mean? Well, my mom was mad at me when I was a kid. She'd be like, David Anthony Mendoza. I'm like, why you got to call my all 14 of my names out? But, <laughs> but I know when my mama was mad, it was David Anthony Mendoza. And then she would be extra mad and say, she'd say junior. But um, cool. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where did you grow up? I always grew up back and forth between L.A. and Orange County. Okay. Um you know, I got divorced parents. Uh, my dad, my parents are both from LA. We, we started out there, but then my dad kind of hit the reset button, moved to Orange County. He lives in Westminster, but I've always kind of been in there, Santa Ana, you know, in that in that area. But uh, my mom is uh, in, or she, rest in peace, would uh, be in Watts, was where Watts I up. Grew up. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's where you where get I that really... that smoothness from, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. I'm not trying to be racist, but you do sound a, a, a little. You do sound a little brother. You sound like you a brother, though. <laughs> you sound like you a brother. 
You know, I get that all the time. You know, my stepdad was black. My neighbor, I, when I grew up there, it was all black. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, now yeah. It's all Mexican. It's crazy. You sound black. Yeah, you sound African American. I, I, when I was listening to your your um, your album, I'm like, dude, this guy sounds like he's from the South, the South Central Cartel. <laughs> I got people from Watts, dude, and they don't even realize they talk the way they talk until you say something, and they're like, nah, cuz I don't talk like that. <laughs> I got cousins from Compton, Watts, and uh, Grape Street, Largo, 70s, all these different neighborhoods. And um, oh, wow. and that's why I think that I kind of, at times, people are like, hey, man, why you sound why you sound black? I'm like, I'm not black, bro. How you sound black? Oh, oh yeah. Where you grow up at, I'm like the Compton side of Norwalk. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> so you grew up between Watts and 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 um, Santa Ana, and so you. Uh, when do you uh, fall in love with hip hop? And you're like, man, I want to do hip hop. Well, at an early age, because um, like I wasn't really accepted in in the Orange County part because everyone like you, you hear the way I talk now. Like I married a Caucasian woman. You know, this is me sounding civil. I guess when I, you know what I mean? When I look back, I'm like, yo, I guess I did kind of sound like extra hoodie or, yeah, you know, I, I don't know, extra ghetto or whatever. But people would always like, hey, like, yo, you trying to be black and this and that. I get in fights all the time. Like, nah, bro, it ain't even like that, you know? But um, when I was in Watts, like, I had a couple friends. Um, you know, there'd only be a couple of us Mexicans in the neighborhood. Okay. But um, my friends, they, they all rapped, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be the best Mexican rapper they have ever heard in their life because we wasn't getting our props back then. You know what I'm saying? So, so I was like, I got to go extra hard. And, um, I took it serious. You know, I was always, always writing and always trying to be better than first. I wanted to be the best on the block, then the neighborhood, then the city, and then all of LA, you know what I mean? Like I had, a, I had this pride issue where, yeah, you know, I, I would hear like Little Rob and like uh, Mr. Shadow, and I thought okay. we had a rap like that until I heard Big Pun. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Big Pun. Big, yeah, dog. He blew my mind, bro. I was like, whoa, we could rap like this? Like, we don't got to rap like, we could rap like this? And um, it just, it completely blew me away and it challenged me to really be the best MC I could be. And, and um, That's dope. Yeah, man, and I felt like I felt like that pushed me into battles because I'd get into a lot of battles. I, I did battle rap. That's how I got discovered. Ooh, okay. And back when it used to be like the freestyle era, like you have to come off the top and you have to like be nice. You know what I mean? And um, and you know there'd be a lot of like racist jokes, and I was ready for those, and I just give them bars, bro, and start earning respect. You know? What I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Okay. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you, I'm, I'm listening to you talk. You know, I grew up. Uh, I'm 40 years old, so the 90s was kind of like my era to listen to a lot of uh, to rap. I wasn't into Chicano rap. I always right. kind of felt like it was too cholo for me. Yeah. But what uh, when you when you say you know you were listening to uh, listening to a, to a lot of uh, Spa a lot of Hispanic uh, rappers, your little Rob, little Shadow, Southland Gangsters. I remember right. Night Owl and um, ALT, Slow Pain, Kid <laughs> Frost, all these guys, right? But yeah. the thing is, the minute you stop talking like a cholo, you're, you want to be black. And I never could understand. Like, to me, hip-hop, right. like, was hip. There, 
I know there's genres within genres like there's because Chicano rap is considered our at that time our version of hip hop. Yeah. You know, and so I never was really into it, but like I always used to tell people like, oh, if you oh if you rap like Easy E or if you rap like you know Ice Cube or DJ Quick, then you're black. But to me, it was just what you loved, you did, and. uh I, I noticed that you said, you know, like when you listen, when you heard Big Pun, you were like, man, we can rap like that? Because a lot of Chicano rappers, I really feel like the ones I've met, like even in ministry, they, there's, I don't know if they're afraid to step over into that because they feel like they're going to lose their Chicano-ness. They're going to lose, oh, right. they're, they're, oh, they're going to think I'm acting black. But I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what people say it means, but I, to me, I was like, I'm just being mean. And you, you even said it too. Like, I'm just being me. Like, I didn't even know. You don't even know you sounded black. You know, right. you just knew that, hey, I'm just being me. And, and, you know, and if it's hood, it's hood. But that's awesome because a lot of people, like, I listen to your music and I'm like, man, this guy, he, he's, 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 uh, he's, he's okay in his own skin. Like, I'm going to do what I got to do and I'm going to do it my way. And, um, and um, I'm okay with that. And so that's dope. That's dope. Right. I mean, it doesn't bother me no more because I'm not trying to, like, impress anybody. And to be honest, to walk away from a nice record deal where all I had to do was show up and sign papers, like, that don't impress me either. So it's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to find my lane as far as, like, be a people pleaser. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm just going to do what God drops on my heart, present it to you guys, and pray that it edifies you and that Come it lifts on. you up. And let God do the rest. I don't. I don't gotta convict nobody or anything. Let the Holy Spirit can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Mm, I like that. I, I, <laughs> I like that. One of my uh, one of my good friends, uh, D Barnes. Um, he told me. He said. Uh, he's like, uh, hip hop don't save nobody, Dave. We don't save nobody. Nothing we right. do saves nobody. It's it's the word. It's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's the one that does the job. I was like, oh snap! Hey. Coming from someone who. Eats, breathes, and hip hop trying to tell me, hey, bro, hip hop is just a tool, man. That's all it is. Hey, and when you think that you're the tool, that's when the problem comes in. Right. And, and we got to check ourselves, too, you know what I mean? To not find our identity in that and to mm. remind ourselves who we are and to, you know, get in the word and find our identity in that, you know what I mean? And it, sometimes. Sometimes we got to remind ourselves, man, an ego check, heart check, you know what I mean? Because sometimes we'll get praise and mm. people, I even, I say this before my show too. Like I tell them like, it's not about my lyrical abilities, you know, it's about spiritual humility and my availability. I'm making myself available here and after I'm giving my number away. I'm praying for you guys. Like this is just bait while I'm fishing for souls. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and if I start to rely on my abilities, then it becomes a liability. You know, and I, I don't want to be in that position, bro. Like, you feel me? I, 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 ooh, I was listening to a preaching uh, by John MacArthur one time, and someone asked him a question. He said, how do you prepare, who do you, how do you prepare your messages and who do you prepare them for? He said, I prepare my messages for the audience of one. Wow. He said, everything I do is to please the Lord. And I know it's John MacArthur for some that may not agree with him, but when he made that statement, it made me think of my intentions because I'm a preacher. I don't rap. I don't play no instruments, you know. And so when I'm up there preaching God's word or when I'm sharing God's word, I can tend to 
want to rely on the amens and the hallelujahs and the oh brother that was deep man i appreciate you man thank you right and right. and sometimes it's the stuff that's unsaid that means the most the people yeah. they don't say nothing to you and maybe one day when we're in heaven he god might reveal it to you and show you look at see these guys right here uh, i used you to to reach them so i don't know man but uh I love I love what you're saying because a lot of hip hop artists that I met even in the ministry seem to kind of think that they uh they doing it they doing it and uh I love that humility about you you know that nah it's a liability I like that Amen I'm gonna steal that I'm gonna <laughs> it's God's man it's all out there it, it ain't my word it's I'm God's gonna put that on the shirt and then put your name real small at the bottom. <laughs> I appreciate it. Good looking. Let me get a shirt. Two eggs, bro. Ah, uh, snaps. I'll get you a schmedium. <laughs> so I always ask everybody this. Um, who was the person or the situation that you felt inspired you the most to do hip hop? I know you talked about growing up in Watts and growing up around people, but like, who inspired you to like really do hip hop? Like, was there like a moment? I know we talked about that, but like, well, there was like a moment where you're like, I want to do this. Like, did someone inspire you? Um, wow. I mean, there, I don't know, because like out here, like hip hop is like really in the atmosphere. Like, mm. I feel like LA underground is like, it's like, it's a real, it's a real thing. You know what I mean? It's a real scene. There's some real, especially like if we talk like 15, 20 years ago, Ooh. like I don't want to name drop, but like if you, if people follow battle rap, like there's a couple of, heavy hitters that people would call legends in the game that okay. I have battled and that I have been in tournaments with multiple times and that oh, wow. you know, there was usually like an elite number of us that would be up there we would know like alright I know I'm gonna have to battle so and so so and so or so and so in oh, the okay. finals that's just usually what happens and so um, that would inspire me because we would really come off the top man like we would have to make some magical moment happen like you got to look your opponent in the eye. You got to be very witty. You got to describe him. You got to have crowd control. You got to stay on mm. beat. You got to, there's all kinds of elements going on and you're not rehearsing anything. And then someone that is rehearsing, that's just giving me ammunition to dismantle their stuff. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and so when the game started to change, like, it, like people started coming in with like pre-rehearsed stuff and then everyone's pre-rehearsing. And then now the, top guys aren't really showing up no more because they're not inspired or maybe yeah. they're blowing up on YouTube now. Like my, my motives kind of changed and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna, cause I, I was working on a record deal doing like mainstream stuff, but then I would still go to the battles to feed my MC. My yeah. MC. Keep you sharp, huh? Yeah. To keep it real. You know, like this is my passion. This is what I love. It's, it was fun, man. And it, it, there's, there was, and this is why it's evil, bro. Like I, I know people do battle for, for, you know christian stuff now and I, that's cool i salute them but me personally like i can't put someone down and then claim the blood of jesus over it you know what i'm saying yeah like, okay yeah definitely definitely i can't do it but before that's what would motivate me when i would have that magic moment and i would look them in their eye and something would break inside of them and they would know like this guy's doing this right now like how does how is how is he doing that you know what i mean and it's not that I was special or anything. It's just I trained myself. Yeah, I was I was obsessed, and and when I would get that moment, I was addicted to that. I was like, this is what I want to. Be. I want to be the best. I want to be, mm, you know, my okay. my head was just full of myself, dude, and I was just lost. 
Okay, well, amen. Battle rapping. Do you remember? Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of these guys. Like, I didn't know most of their stuff. But um, I used to go to a church called Good Shepherd when I was a kid. And right. I remember um, going to a youth night at a friend's house. And uh, Dax from um, LPG was there. It was LPG? Dax. LPG. Living Proof Grace, I think it was. I don't, or, or he was from the Tonal Rats. But he was from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Tunnel rats retired, yeah. And he was like old school, and um, yeah, man, that guy was dope. But um, I didn't know much about Christian hip hop when I was a kid. I, I was still, uh, I was still in the my stuff. But I know that Christian hip hop has came a long way from when I first started listening to it in two thousand to now. I mean, it's just exploded, you know. And with the with right. the with the new rap, new rappers and. The people that have taken over the scene, but, Amen. So, can you can you describe to me a little bit about your writing process and how you put a song together? Is it the beat first? Is it the title first? Is it the lyrics first? Like, how, how does Risen King put a, a song together? Yeah, it's all how God puts it together, man. Usually, you know, I'll, I'll hear a beat. Okay. I usually get like packs of beats. I'll try to get an abundance of beats so I don't stay stuck on a couple and, um whatever usually the beat will grab me right away i'm like oh this is funky or you know this is telling me a story or it sets the tone in my spirit like mm. okay what is speaking to me and then the hook drops usually by the time i'm done listening to it the first time a hook's there and then i just start mapping out where where do i want what do i want to say and how do i want to finish it do i want to twist it is this going to be a story is this going to be a turn up is this gonna be, you know, a banger or Ooh, I like, is it that. Worship, I like that. You know what I mean? Like it just it just kinda depends. And especially like with the friends I have, you know, like J Soul and Sharp Edges and Saint Paul, like they're and Preach, you know, they're all like very talented MCs and um especially if I if I hear them on the beat, I'm like, Oh, I hear them then I fast for forty days and try to drop the dopest verse ever, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, no, I'm just kidding. Man. I was like, dang, should I should I say something or should I be like, dang, dog, that's 40 days, man. You're doing good. <laughs> Praise the Lord on my soul. <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. Uh, I, I really, I really do. Uh, I really do try to allow God to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? But, you know, there's an old saying that goes, you don't got to get ready if you stay ready. Amen. So if you're like, I tell people like. It's not that I can come up with some witty words and, hey, bro, would you uh, say a few words? And I say a few words like, wow. Like, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. That's why the Bible says to be ready in season, not a season. Like, because you amen. never know when that opportunity is going to come, you know? So, amen. amen. So, okay, cool. Talked about your writing process. That's dope. That's new because uh, I've asked that question a few times and most people, they can get a little super spiritual about it. And some people just right. like, hey, bro, you know what? I get a... Uh, I hear the heavens open, and it, and then I hear God's voice. Oh, and then <laughs> you know, and some people are like, "Hey, dog, I love." I just listen to a beat, and God just starts giving me the words because we know it all comes from the Holy Spirit, you know. Right. Well, cool. Another question for you is, uh, who are you listening to right now? Who's on your uh, your your playlist? Like, some what what MCs are you listening to right now? Christian hip hop artists. Um, Christian hip hop artists, to be honest. Uh, Sharp Edges, um, spe specifically Tyler. Uh, no, no offense to Shy. I listen to Shy too, but Tyler um, is just 
he was on that that uh, track "Set Us in a Free." Okay. And uh, from the album, and he's just he's amazing, bro. Because like he'll go first, and I still got to rewrite my verse to try to like stick up with him, you know, to to keep up and make sure he doesn't kill me on my own stuff. And, yeah, on your. <laughs> um, you know, he's just yeah. Talented. He killed me on my own record, bro. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I stay up late at night, like, God, what's my purpose, man? You have Tyler, like, I don't understand, like. <laughs> yeah, like, dang, dude. You're um, like, I, I, I'm not gonna call you no more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, I, I listen to Saint Paul. Uh, I listen to uh, Jay Soul. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of I listen to Priesthood, the old school stuff. Oh, sh- me love. they stay in my rotation, bro. Yeah, dude. Sprinkle me love. Stay in my rotation. I love that. I tell people (laughs) the stuff that I first started listening to when I became a Christian, I still listen to. Gospel Gangsters, Exodus, um, Priesthood, uh, all of them. I like Turn Up the Radio and I like uh, Sprinkle Me Love. I I, I still listen to the early T-Bones. I still listen to the, the KJs. I still listen. To, I mean, I got S O uh, S uh, S O G crew. Right. Sometimes I, I I go back because I'm like, no disrespect, but I'm just like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hear all that right now. I got to go back to where like when I first heard "Sprinkle Me Love," I wasn't even like I wasn't like like I seen these big old dudes at, at Cerritos College, and they right. were like they did "Sprinkle Me Love," and I just felt the spirit just drop, and I was just like, whoa. Amen. These dudes love God. It, it was amazing. So priesthood, yeah, man. Ooh. Priesthood for sure. I mean, I also listen to like preach, uh, super saying, and baby hogs. Like I listen to my brothers that I see in the trenches with me when we're outreaching. Ooh, come on, super saying. That's my man right there. Yeah, that's my boy, man. I love, I love that, that dude. He's good I people. I love his family. Yeah, they're great people, man. And he has a good heart, and I, I see these people like. I see they're really about that life. Like, they're not just rapping. And, and I do listen to other people, you know. I listen to um, Hogma. I listen to all those guys and stuff. But lately, I've um, I've kind of relaxed off of playing the same old albums over and over. And I'm more listening to my friends. And I'm listening to a lot of beats. I'm listening to um, kind of like brothers that I can try to help. I want to equip the Saints. Ooh, okay. You know, I, I see people that, that like are, are dope. But that could, you know, maybe use a little pointers here and there. Not not that I'm better than anybody, but just because I used to do that at the label, I would strengthen everyone else's um, pen game. And um, I want to apply that over here on this side for those that, that are willing to, you know, be taught, have a teachable heart, but also have a heart for the Lord. You know what I mean? Well, it's, 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 it's amazing you said that because, you know, every, every time I, I, I talk about, um, I talk to somebody, um, we talk about discipleship, how discipleship is very important in the body of Christ and how a lot of people skip that. They, they A lot of people, I don't think, I don't know what, what, what happens, but some people skip that process of getting under somebody and, you know, getting everybody's a Timothy and everybody's a Paul. It has to be, a, you need a Paul. You know, you're a Timothy and then you become a Paul. But I haven't heard mm-hmm. what you said right now in the hip hop industry. Like, like a lot of people... I think should uh, I think when you, you you talk about like helping strengthening your brothers in Christ, you know, helping them with their craft, because there's I, I meet a lot of guys who do hip hop, and um they're just they're they they nobody's really mentoring them in that area. 
first. Right. So they're getting discipled in the spiritual things at church, you know. But when it comes to the like strengthening their pin game, you said, uh, helping them, giving them pointers, being there for them, making sure that they they keep a, a level mind, that they they keep perspective, and they know why they're doing this, and and um, having somebody around them that's gonna uh, kind of keep them balanced. I think that um, that's something that I don't see uh, amongst a lot of uh, guys, but I do know that I see that with like me and Jay Soul. Like we first time we met. I'll tell you, the first time I ever met him, we went evangelizing in Compton. He was still smoking cigarettes. And but, right, right. But I knew that he, I knew that there was something about him that, like, he was just, like, in a process. And God had done something already in him. And it was me, his sister, D. Burns, uh, a couple other cats. I don't know if you know Bible Steve. Uh, I don't know him personally, but I know I know you're talking about. And um, you know uh, what do you call it? And all those guys, you know that, you know we would evangelize and uh, and uh, I just know that there's there's a there's a, a big need for a risen in every camp. And so, wow, you know, a, a brother to say, hey, bro, you know, like you need to uh, perfect your craft. Like you need to 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 put more, because like I see guys who got talent, but they're not putting in a lot of. Uh, a lot of effort in their craft so they they're not sounding right. as good as they should you right. know someone told me the other day yeah that those that have the gift kind of slack at times and that those mm. that don't have the gift they go hard <laughs> <laughs> i guess because they're like i got it i ain't got to do too much i got it <laughs> yeah that's a dangerous place to be in man and i feel like you know because you're you're building fellowship and genuine uh friendships but it's like it's authenticity, man. Mm. And we're all from different churches, but we're all the same body. And it's like, there's, there's things when we're, we're sharpening one another, like we're mm -hmm. not only um, becoming friends with the people I do this with, like we're doing life together, man. And it's, oh. it's beyond the pin. But if I can trust, cause like, there's like a competitiveness in hip hop, even in Christian hip hop, definitely where they want to be the illest. They want to be the, no one wants to share these things, but I look at it like, if I'm going to school to be a teacher, the teacher needs to tell me everything they know so I can reach that level. And then it's up to me if I can surpass that or if I stay at that level. So I'm not better than anybody. I'm just going to give them everything that they need to know that they would probably understand and discover with enough time. But I'm just going to bundle it all up right here, pour it all out, and then it's up to you. And we can go higher together or you know what I mean? But as long as, long as your heart's in the right place, then... Let's do it because God gets the glory. I don't need it. I don't need the glory. I don't need the credit. I don't need any of that. Like it's all for God anyway. So let's go do it with the spirit of excellence. Is just how I feel, man. Dan, you're speaking my language, bro. Um, about two months ago, I really felt that God was building a, a group on His own. It was uh, uh, one day we met up. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. It's the Couch Sessions. Couch yeah. Sessions. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. So it was me. It was B Flow, it was Andy Miha, what's his name? Andy, uh, Andy from uh, Visions Project Hope. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, I love Andy. He's a good. Brother. Um, what do you call it? It was Royale. It was uh, it was a bunch of us in a room, and then God was just knitting our spirits together, like, you know, like you you said it before, you said it a little bit right now. He said we were talking about like, man, sometimes God puts people in your 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 life for a season, and then sometimes you do life with people. And right now, I feel like God has given me a group of guys that I can pour into. They can pour into me, and we could mm. just do life together. 
And then another Amen. thing is what you said I loved is like there's how we're going to build unity in the body is just right. we got to do it our like it's got to start with me it's got to start with you. You know like I got right. friends from Calvary, New Harvest, Praise Chapel, Victory I go to Victory Outreach. I got all these churches and um we're just coming together and doing something amazing for the kingdom. And I think that that needs to be like uh, promote it more than anything like the devil is having a field day in the body of christ because people are so like it's like it's like a gang mentality that's true man you know and I, right I i meet guys all the time from other ministries i'm like dude where you been all my life like dude like when i meet i meet people and then god just knits us together it's like i mean it, it, that is something that i guess amongst ourselves this little group that we've been we did a concert Last Friday, at a church, it was uh, one of one was there. B Flow, um, MC Bless was there. Royale, no, not Royale. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, my friend Carlos. It was about six or seven guys and six or seven ministries, and we went together that night, and we just blew it up for God. Like I MC'd, my other friend MC. We did <coughs> had somebody do spoken word rap. I mean, mm. it was just a good time. Nobody was worried about what church you go to. Nobody's worried about what denomination you're part of. It was just like, what can we do to bless this church <laughs> and bless this young people? And um, at the end of the night, everybody was like, wow. We came in with that one mind, one accord attitude. And God just tore it up, dude. It was amazing, man. And that that's what we black do. Because if we take a look at like how the world is gaining so much ground in a short period of time. It's because they stand united against the church. Mm, okay. Because they're together, man. And and they, they they have this unity, this unbreakable bond, and they have a common enemy, and it's God, and it's us that represent God. And they have just taken so much ground within the last five or ten years. It's kind of terrifying thinking where it's going to be in the next 20. You're like, man, are we going to be underground? Our church is going to be like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and if wow. we stand together and we broke out of this tradition... You know, because it's not biblical. We're we're breaking out of this tradition where it's like, oh, I'm a Calvinist. Well, I'm a Pentecostal. Well, you got, you know what I mean? Like all that's wrong. Like the gospel is what we're on, what we build our foundation on, and let's rock and move together and take some ground back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we can only do that if if we have more unity in, in our community. I didn't mean to make that rhyme, but <laughs> you do, hey, you've done that a few times already. But it's it's in you, bro. You're like. Blah, 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 boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, snaps. I'm writing them all down. <laughs> Praise God, man. Amen. You know, uh, one of my questions what was, was, was um, is there anything we can do different in hip-hop? And you pretty much answered that. Uh, you know, uh, you, we talked about, uh, what are some of your, uh, your you, we talked about, well, your influences, your, it's, your, it's, your, it's your people, it's your friends, it's those around you. Um, I like how you say you value and you listen to those around you. You support the ones you know, the ones that you uh, you know their hearts, you know their motives. You see them in the trenches. Uh, you right. support them. That's you killed. You took all my. That's why I told you, man. You took all my answers. They everybody always uh, takes all my answers, but it's it's cool. One of the things I wanted to uh, to ask you is, you're a dad. You're a father. I'm a dad. I'm a father. You're raising girls. I'm raising girls. What is the role that you feel you play in your um a father plays in the role of his girls whether wow. it be spiritual whether it be physical like what are some some like uh 
some gold nuggets you can give uh, some up and coming dads who maybe just had a girl or they're expecting a girl? I mean, what are some gold nuggets you can give them? Well, I mean, honestly, is that you are setting the tone. Like, even the things you try to do in secrecy, it will manifest later on down the road. Like, it, it reminds me and checks my heart, like, how I have to be pure. How, you know, I didn't grow up in a house with both parents, and neither did my wife. And, like, we get to break that generational curse, and our kids get to see us united together as a team and and operating in the spirit and just pouring out the word like seeing my daughter three years old talking about jesus praying worshiping i'm like man god i think i think him every night like she's she's yours god but you trusted me with her and Mm. i'm going to set the tone to make sure because she's going to end up with someone that's going to be like me if i do everything right you know what i mean so that's why I don't drink. I have no desire to drink, no desire to smoke, no desire to cuss, no desire to cheat, no desire to mistreat m- the main woman of the house, which is her mom. You know what I mean? And I, you really learn how to treat a, a female once you have a daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it changes your world, man. And it's just a different type of love. And I'm honored and I'm blessed. And I mean, I want, I got my dream girl, which is my wife. I prayed for her and got her. And, now, not only have one of the prettiest girls around, now I got three of the prettiest girls. Ooh, in the come world on, of my life. I'm blessed, man. Hey, Amen. And you, you, so you have, you gonna have four? You might have four, right? You, I might, I might have a third baby girl right now, and we'll see, man. <laughs> you know, we'll see. Hey, Amen. And um, so um, I, I know that uh, we were talking about the album earlier, um. Uh, are you looking to drop anything uh, new in the future, in the next couple months, six months, new album? Is there anything coming? coming? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming right now because God has been allowing me to cross paths with a very important member. I, I, I'm very patient. I don't rush anything. I don't force anything. I'm just like, all right, God, like, however you want it to unfold, I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to just be diligent. I'm going to be here. I'm going to make myself available. And he just keeps putting the pieces together. And um, I've came across a lot of interesting people. I know I'm working on a group thing. I'm working on, um, we're trying to really facilitate Sharp Edges album because I know they're so talented. They just need a good sounding studio to really match their caliber of talent. And I know, I know there's going to be so much favor behind that. And then um, you know, I want to help on Jay Soul's album as well. Um, well, I'm his have... manager, so if you like, talk to him, let's play. <laughs> I love that. Let's play. I love that, I'm, brother. I'm working on my own as well. I got my I got my own pretty mapped out already. My second one, but I'm also doing another one where it's going to be all underground political topics that no one wants to talk about. Ooh, you know okay. I mean? So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that because I feel like people need to do that. You know what I mean? I don't hear none of that. All I hear is this feel good. I don't know. Oh. I, I, I'm I'm going bold, man. I'm going for the throat when it comes to the devil. Uh-huh. So, so I'm I'm working on that project. I'm working on a compilation project where I can have those same friends I mentioned um, that I see in the trenches on this group project. Ooh, that'd be dope. And, uh, yeah, because I I want to. I mean, I have my stuff ready, but it's like it's not about me or making the best song I can make or the dopest verse. Like I want to equip these guys and help them help something awaken in them and give them the best quality as far as lyrics go, production goes, 
recording goes. Like, I want to give them the best. So that, that's what I'm working on, trying to put their projects before mine. Now, I don't, I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't prophesy, or prophesy but I, I'm starting to feel your heart a little bit. And um, maybe, just maybe, God is setting you up to, to be that mentor in the game that, that these men need. Do you ever see yourself maybe starting, I don't know, not a label, but sort of uh, something that, that men can come into and, and, and get discipled in music and uh, you can help them with their platform? Do you, do you, I, I kind of see that's where you might be going. I don't know. I, I just feel like that's your heart and you want to wow, see, yeah. you want to yeah, see bro, men actually, and women do it right. Yeah, bro, you hit the nail on the head, bro. That's that's been the prayer of my heart, and uh, that's how God's been answering it lately. Is putting these critical people that I'm like, like, look, man, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give a little spoiler. Like, I had a uh, this video I did with uh, another artist, and you know, I'm not the best person or anything, but I've had people in my ear try to tell me, oh, you shouldn't do it with this guy. He's not at your caliber, or this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but check his heart. Like, mm, I met him come in on. the trenches. Like, I don't, that, that doesn't impress me about their talent or, you know, whatever sound you're thinking about. I'm going to be obedient to God right now. And I gave him a verse that was one of my best. You know what I mean? And I, I wanted to pour out my best because it's for God. It's not for him. It's not for his album. It's not for me or for my album. It's for God. And so this person saw it, came across it, and he's like, hey, I just left the secular side. You know, he introduced himself of who he works with on the secular side. And we have very similar friends. And this guy is um, is now trying to do it for the Lord. He came across my stuff and was impressed and compared me to one of my old former uh, secular artists that I was that was my favorite, one of my top five. And he was like, yeah, when I he's like, I'm personal friends with him. And when I heard your stuff. I can tell you got that same caliber, man. Like you, you got that formula down, and but you're doing it for God, and I'm really impressed. And I just want to offer any of my services, you know. And we have the same vision, what we're talking about, trying to build a ministry where we can equip the saints and and get more on this side, doing it for God. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so just like there's been important puzzle pieces like that that have been coming together, and um, yeah, man, that that would be the ultimate goal is to kind of fade to the background. And just help people behind the scenes and equip them and teach them about co-branding and marketing and yeah and uh, get them. Out. I mean, it's hard for myself too because I can't. It's not a big priority anymore. Music, like now, my kids are and making sure I can secure a bag for for you know rent and things like that. Yeah. And I can't chase. I can't chase the stage anymore. Like I gotta. I gotta be realistic. But people that don't have kids and that just have a heart for God and they want to do it, I'm like, yo. Let me talk to you real quick. You know definitely, I mean? definitely. No, you know what? Uh, I think everybody needs a Paul, and uh, everybody has to be a Timothy. And I see your, I see, because this is the thing. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So mm. what's in you is going to come out. And the whole time we've been talking, it seems like you really care about the individual, not the gift and the talent. You care yeah. about. Uh, the outcome is them doing the will of God, not just them being the best artist they can be. Because one thing that I know about God is he picks the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And so I'm a right. perfect example of a nobody, uneducated, 
man who God chooses to use every now and again. And so I, I'm, I'm feeling your heart, bro. And I, I see you going into that direction because it's a, it's more than music to you. It's 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 lifestyle. It's ministry. It's the work of the Lord. And uh, not once have you really like said you're not talking about yourself. You every time I ask you a question, you 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 you, you point me back to God, point me back to Jesus, and and that's that's refreshing because when people, especially artists. They they tend to think it's them sometimes and and right. and but uh, amen. Uh, you said it earlier, and I, I'm gonna bring this one back. Uh, top five, uh, your top favorite MCs, dead or alive, Christian, non Christian, uh, I, I, Christian and non Christian. If you can do five, cool. Uh, it 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 just I just want to see uh, where your faves are at. I don't I don't consider my top five secular anymore just because okay i don't i feel like what they speak is deaf and i can't Ooh, co-sign that anymore, come on you know what i mean so um man that's a tough question i haven't even sat and thought about it but top five man i don't even know what order it would be because it's the first cool will be last and the last will be first Ooh, you know come on talk about it <laughs> um i definitely like dayton's pending he's definitely dope come on in fact i i've I followed him way before, probably since like 06 because I had a, new, uh, a mutual friend. I don't even think he knows this, but I, I had a mutual friend, rest in peace, that put me on game about Iron Solomon and his group. And then Dayton happened to be a part of uh, that little group. So when I when I caught wind that Dayton was on this side, I was like, what? Let me check this out. And he was spitting, bro. Because he's originally um, uh, Shady Records, no? Yeah, he he was flirting with them. He was he was moving with them, and it looks like it was possibly gonna get signed. I don't think he was signed with them, but it looked like that was pretty inevitable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would definitely have to say he's one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Seven is amazing. He's definitely dope. Um, dang, um, man, there's so many good ones. I like uh, Propaganda's pretty dope. I love Prop. I like Prop. Propaganda's dope. He's been doing it for a while too. Um, I'm gonna say Tyler too, man. I like Tyler from Sharp Edges, man. People are gonna think I'm gassing him, but I'm like, bro, I, I'm really impressed with that kid. Mm, okay. Um, I gotta check him out. I gotta check him. Maybe he can send me a link to some of his stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not only that, because I see what he's doing in the studio with the new stuff we haven't released yet. And I'm like, I'm telling everyone like, yo, this guy, man, I don't, and, and, and like quick story, like my engineer, he works with everybody in the game, right? I'm not going to name drop, but everybody in the game and he's, he's not saved. And we did this song and, um, you know, Tyler and them left and he kept playing it over and over. He's like, I don't know what it is about this song, but it's like playing with my emotions, bro. And I told him that's the anointing, bro. It's the Holy Ooh, Spirit come on. minister to you right now. And, um. I don't know. He's definitely one of them. Um, also, beautiful eulogy. I would say they're okay. They're pretty okay. Dope. I don't know if that would count as two or one. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think I'm cool with that. Amen. Amen. And um, how could people, if people want to get a hold of you via social media, uh, are you available to do outreaches, um, youth events, uh, men's? Do you, do you do speaking engagements as well, or just hip hop? Yeah, I do. I do all the above. Um, I I really like to because uh, I used to be a youth pastor for my church. So okay. I enjoy if they ask me to rap, 
and then I can actually preach as well, follow up with the word. Because I don't want to just click my heels and be a rapper. Like, I want to drop a word. Mm, come uh, on. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm available for all platforms. I love to outreach. That's, my, that's where my heart's at, man. I love to go to speak to the homeless, speak to the lost. That is what I love to do. So if there's any um, capacity you'd like me to operate in, you let me know. Even if it's just to, to help, um, you know, labor for you and set up, let me know. It's not, I don't have to grab a mic, you know. I'm not, I'm not in it for that. Um, I don't charge anything. You don't have to. I'm not interested in money. I'm interested in souls. So um, you you can reach me at my email. It's R-O-B, like the first three letters of my first name, Rob. Rob, and then my last name, Deanda, D-E-A-N-D-A at Gmail. Um, or Risen King on Facebook or Risen King on Instagram. Um, my music's available on all platforms. We're dropping some videos pretty soon. And we're just we're just eager to edify the body, man. Amen. Oh, whew, come on, amen. I I I, I keep uh, waiting for you to say I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're good, bro. We're good. But um, amen. Um, I like to do this with anybody that I talk to uh, on the podcast. You know, uh, we all we all um the Bible says for us to be ready in season, not a season. But you know, uh, the goal for us is to um. Is to preach the gospel, to share the word, to reach the lost. If you, if I, t if I told you right now, look it, brother, this is the last time you're ever going to be able to preach, share, share anything about God. What would be your final words to someone out there, whether it's to moms, whether it's to sons, whether it's to youth, whether it's to fathers? What would you say if this could be the last time that you had the opportunity to speak? To someone who was lost, to someone who was hurting, or be to be encouraged. Oh man, oh, how do I put that in a nutshell? It's basically that there is overwhelming evidence and proof that Jesus Christ walked this earth. You know, there's secular history, there's Christian history, there's Jewish history, there's Roman history. I mean, you name it. Jesus walked this earth. There's even Chinese history that recorded a blackout in the middle of the day when there was no eclipse. They worshiped the stars, so they knew astrology, and it blew their mind because it, it set in the middle of the day, and they linked it back to the same exact hour that Christ died, and it said that the whole temple split in half. I mean, there is so much history that backs up Jesus. I mean, Mohammed walked this earth. Joseph Smith walked this earth. And they all have empty tombs. Or they all have full tombs. Jesus is the only one with an empty tomb. And that can't be something that you just simply overlook. And a lot of times we, we're in this new age now where, you know, people watch a YouTube video and think they're educated and they know that, mm. you know, it's, it's a myth and it's a lie. But the, the, the devil himself fooled one third of the angels who witnessed the throne room of heaven. How much easier is it for him to manipulate you who've never even seen the throne room of heaven? All we have is our faith. You know what I mean? So of course he can fool you guys, but you have to stand firm on the word and just know that that's why the enemy hates you because we get to mess up every day, but God's grace makes us whole and we're forgiven and he made a way into heaven and he can't make it back in. So Satan hates us and he's waging war, but there is a loving God who, who wants to have a relationship with you. And you just got to say yes and God will do the rest. Be authentic, be genuine, seek him with all your heart and he's going to show up. I promise you. 
Ooh, come on. If that does... Oh, man. Good call. I think I just got saved again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. That was the answer to my prayer right now. Amen. You, I guess you probably talked to my wife. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So we, uh, we're here on the Av Podcast with my brother, Risen. Man, we talked about hip-hop. We talked about family. We talked about the, expecting a new baby any minute. By the time it's... Uh, podcast drops I normally drop them on Tuesdays you might we might have the answer you, you be sitting there listening to the podcast with the new baby girl um, we baby. talked about uh, the the added I want to say the motives for uh, for for ministry I think right. uh, keeping a balance understanding why we do it and uh, I don't one day I'm we're gonna hear of uh, I don't know what to call it whether it's because, you know, we can use the word record label and it sounds all nice, you know, but I know some people, uh, they say that music's more than ministry, but I don't know that, I don't know what God exactly has for you, brother, but God's going to continue to use you as a mentor. And I don't want to call it the game, but a mentor in Christian hip hop, because if, uh, if men can have someone next to them like you, I think we'd get some, um, we get some guys that actually, you know, like that are doing good and, and productive and healthy. And, you know, some guys, they get a little bit of, they get invited to two outreaches and they swear that they're Lecrae. You know, like, like you just did two outreaches. You need to calm down already. You know, you got <laughs> seven followers on Instagram and you think you're somebody, you know, but. Amen. Amen, brother. I appreciate your time. I know your time is be is very valuable. And, and, um, I know that, uh, that God is uh, definitely going to put us together again. Um, I just appreciate you. I thank you for your time and um, for your, your your encouraging words. I, I, I'm i sure someone's going to be blessed by this, uh, this conversation. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me and, and just consider me as a part of uh, your ministry. And Dude, I'm praying for it. I, can, I pray that God blesses your platform, man. If there's anything I could do to, uh, to help you, man, let me know. Um, Keep keep fighting, man, and keep spreading. The, keep using whatever you have, the social media or anything it has. I know you're a man of God and you're preaching, man. And I'm just I'm proud to to see you work, bro, for the Lord. Amen. amen. And the same with me, man. Uh, amen. Uh, God's been putting men around me for the last couple months. You know, that are outside of my church, just helping me. They're encouraging me. I kind of feel like God is using me too, as kind of like the old guy in the room, the older guy in the room. So. You know, I tell right. people, you know, I got a few grace and that that means something just a little bit. It can mean something. <laughs> but um, I appreciate you, man. I thank God for you. And um, and man, um, till next time, man. Thank you. God bless you. All right, brother. Be blessed. God bless. Amen. Another amazing, amazing, amazing. Can I say it again? Amazing uh, interview. It just seems like they get better and they get better and they get better. That was Risen King. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, Instagram under Risen King. He gave up his information if you want to uh, have him at an outreach, at a youth speaking, a men's gathering. Uh, an amazing man of God. Definitely knowledgeable of the Word of God. Has the right motive. Has the right understanding when it comes to ministry and music. And um, we're just looking forward to God continuing to use him as a mentor to young artists that are coming up. Because... He said it. We need to serve God with a spirit of excellence. And um, he's 
pushing that with the with these young guys, these new guys in the Christian um industry. Amen. Well, like I always say, I'm hungry. I got to get out of here. But in everything you do, remember, give God glory. Thank everybody for all their love and support for the Av podcast. You were listening to uh the People's Preacher and the Risen King. Um let's let's keep doing it for Jesus. Keep going forward for Jesus and remember Jesus Christ is Lord. You heard? God bless.